Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Yeah, I thought, uh, Pastor Tafara, you're going to take the prize, but I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know now, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. See how it goes. You know what I'm saying? You know, things can always be rigged, but you know, I've taken it, man. I've taken it. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, the title of my message today is Chosen, Appointed, Placed, and Purposely Planted. Can somebody just say that? Chosen. Appointed, appointed, placed, placed and, purposely planted. and purposely planted. Amen. We just have uh, John 15 verse 16 in the Amplified Version. Yeah, so we've got Jesus saying here, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I've appointed and placed and purposefully planted you, so that you could go and bear fruit and keep on bearing, and that your fruit will remain and be lasting. So that whatever you ask of the Father, in my name, as my representative, he may give to you. I mean, when I, when I read the scripture the first time, I was like, I was taken aback. I'm like, but what does Jesus mean that he has chosen me? He's saying that, you know what? You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. I'm like, but Jesus... Aren't I the one who accepted you? <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> but he was like, you know what? You know what? I chose you before time, beforehand, so that you can fulfill my purposes at the end of the day. That's what Jesus was talking about. So I was like, yo, so this is not about me. This is not about me taking my time and doing whatever I want to do. Because you know what? Someone has already chosen me. You know what, if you are chosen for a task at work, guess what you're going to do? You're going to do that task. <laughs> because you're the one who they've chosen. So, you know what, uh, I think the thing which, which like bothered me was like, you know what, I just had to reconcile this and say that, you know what, so does this mean that I don't have a choice? You know, what, what's, what's going on in this whole situation? But I realized that, you know what, at the end of the day, when we're in Christ, it's all about love. It's not about works. We don't do the things we do based on works. But we basically do them because we understand what he's, tr he's trying to achieve. And guys, God has got a purpose for us. God has got a purpose for our lives. And God has got a purpose for this world. I mean, the word of God says that in the later days, these days which we are living right now, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established above every other mountain. And all nations will flow into it. I mean, what does this mean? I mean, it means that we are going to be on top. Believers are going to be on top. It doesn't matter how it looks like right now. It doesn't matter if it looks like the wicked are flourishing or prospering. And you know, you who are trying to do things the proper way are not flourishing. It doesn't mean that. No matter if they glorify violence, you know, it doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. But the Lord is saying, you know what? Now, you are going to be above every other mountain you are going to be above because you are aligned with the purpose of jesus christ Amen. you are aligned with the purposes of god because from the beginning god has always been about multiplication he's always been about this thing of being fruitful because if we look at genesis 1 verse 26 to 28 we discover that the sole purpose which man was created was for him to be fruitful and to multiply. Because it says, then God said, 
Let us make men in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. <laughs> this is why you are created. This is why you are created. And guess what's the first thing which God said to you? The first thing, Genesis 1.28. The first thing he said to you. Your first instruction in this world. This is your first instruction. Then God blessed them. And said to them. He said to you. Be fruitful and multiply. And fill the earth. And subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea. Over the birds of the air. And over every living thing that moves on the earth. The first instruction was not God rebuking you for doing something to you. It was a blessing. That's the first thing that God that was the first you know, way of relating with you. He blessed you. And it says, even though you know, the amazing thing, I was just reading in Genesis 127, it says that, you know, sometimes we think when it says man, you know, we think of man and whatever. But actually it says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female. He created them. Means that women, you're not exempt. You're not like outside. You're inside. And God has created you to, be, to, to dominate as well. To have dominion over this world. Brothers and sisters, our KPI. Talking to the, like Pastor Taylor was like, the consultants are like, KPIs. Mama. <laughs> Pablo, you're like, ah, yeah, like, now this guy is not talking your language, you know, KPI. <laughs> <laughs> These are our key performance indicators in the house of God. <laughs> Guys, being fruitful is our key performance indicator in the house of God. Like you cannot, you know, you, you cannot say that, you know what, I'm a, I'm a believer if you're not being fruitful. You know, you can't, you know, you know touch something and be fruitful. But I mean, John 15 verse 1 to 3 says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it can bear more fruit. So we have to be bearing fruit. But you ask, you know, Brother Henry, how do we do this, man? Where do I do this, man? How do I do this fruit thing? But you know, God, praise be to God, he always gives us the answers. So Ephesians 4, verse 15 to 16 says, but speaking the truth in love, that's Ephesians 4. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. From whom the whole body joined and knit, to, and knit together but what, by, by what every joint supplies. According to the effective working by which every part does its share. Causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Every joint supplying. Everybody doing his own share. Guys, there's so much thing, and this is in the body of Christ, and this starts in the house of the Lord. It starts in church. You know, guys, if you want to be prosperous in your life, be concerned with the things of God. Find somewhere to touch and to work. The word of God says that whatever you find your hands to do, in this house, 
in the house of the Lord, being it parking, ushering, whatever you do, for the purposes of the house. You know, I remember in two, I had graduated in 2010, 2011, you know, my beautiful sister here, you know, she was talking to me, my older sister. I think my family has been concerned about my life for a long time. So she was asking me one day, you know, at a church, and she was saying, but what exactly do you want to do? Where exactly do you find yourself? I was like, sister, you know what? I want to run my own business. I want to be in the ministry, you know. I want to be motivating people, writing books. And she was like, who will listen to you when you have never worked a day in your life? What are you going to teach them? When you yourself have never run a business or you've never been in a workplace. You see, the desire was there because God had given me the desire. The desire was there. But I had not, you know, I didn't know how it was going to be done. I didn't know what to do. So she was just like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah these guys have been through a lot. But anyway, it's like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's love. But she was like, it's, it's okay, you know what, uh, you'll find your way. So I remember in 20, 2012, there, you know, I was staying like my brother here, some guys, and, and guys used to, Pastor Tafara would come, pick guys up for, for church and for life group, actually. I'd now be at home, man. I'd be like, ah, I ain't going there, bro. I'm chilled. Even if they'll go to Sister Rachel's life group in the same complex, I mean, I'll be at home. I'll be like, I ain't going there, man. I'm chilled, man. Then I started coming to church around 2013. And Pastor Tafara, so I came and the next week I didn't come. Then I came. Then Pastor Tafara just came up to me. I was at the back there. And he was like, uh, if you're not going to come to church, you need to tell me. It's like, what? <laughs> like, if you're, I, didn't, I didn't ask him, obviously, but... I was just taking a back. I was like, this guy, where, where is he coming from? <laughs> but thank God for that, you know. Because I, I recognized, obviously, you know, his spiritual authority. And I recognized that, you know what, my, my, my career has been in turmoil all this time. I've just been going back and forth. Why don't I do something different? You know, I started, you know, packing cables here, you know, after church. You know, started, you know, I was in... The transport, ushering, parking, transport, like I did all these things, you know, until I actually got a job, kept on doing these things, you know. But I just want to thank God, you know, because now, you know, now I'm the administrator of the church, you know, I'm preaching in front of you right now, and I'm running my own business. But, but it didn't happen. You see, the thing is with things of God, it's one step at a time. God is a God of order. Because here, the rewards which we see in John 15, it says, So that whatever you ask of the Father, in my name, as my representative, he may give to you. You know, the problem is, some people are asking for an S-class, but you are doing the work of a 3 to 3. And your attitude is of a 3 to 3. You just want to come as pity saved from Masatini and you expect that God... Guys, the thing is, these are things which God... These are principles of the word of God. I'm not talking about works. I'm talking about if you want to go to the next level in your life. And not just about, you know, I'm paying rent, I'm paying my bond. 
if you want real influence and to be really elevated by God, you need to be in touch with His purposes. Otherwise, there is no reason to bless you. There is no reason to bless you. I'm talking about levels of blessing. I'm not talking about small things. I'm talking about levels. So guys, we are, we are royalty, we are blessed. But let us learn how we can walk in that blessing. And it starts somewhere. It starts in the house of the Lord. It starts by you being in connection, in touch with his purposes. And he will move you from where you are. I guarantee you, your story will never be the same. You cannot do this and you tell me in June 2017, this will still be where you are right now, or the things you are concerned about will still be what you are facing with. You can't. You can't. It will never happen in the name of Jesus. So glory be to God. I just want to leave my brother Tate just to finish off. And I will just thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say we are giving you Jesus. Yeah. Rich homies. It says we are talking about levels. Amen. There is a higher life in Christ Jesus. Amen. You guys look awesome. I think Greg will steal it. We'll take it. Aye, aye, Captain. Woo! Glory. Uh, Bravontaine, guys, I love you. Amen. Uh, we're going to quickly go. I don't have time. Uh, military people have to stick with time. Uh, and I'm a man under authority. Amen. Uh, thank you, Pastor Tafar, for giving us this opportunity as young people. Uh, we're going to go quickly to uh, Hebrews 11, uh, verse 3. Um, it, it says that uh, we understand that by faith the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things that are seen were not made by things which do appear. Hallelujah. I will take particular attention to the word says the, the worlds. We understand by faith that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Uh, I think I don't have a topic per se, but I just continue to, to talk about what Brother Henry was, was talking about. But if you were to put a topic, you'd say, my world. Right? The word their world, they, it's in the Greek, if you look at it, the word they is aeon. So aeon means uh, it's different from the world. If you look also in Greek, there's another term that they use, the the term world, they use, they, they use the word cosmos in the Greek, where we get cosmopolitan, we get galaxies and the world. But here, it's, it's a different word here. It says, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The word aeon means a world, an individual world. So it means that each and every one of you have their own what? Aeons. So it means that in your aeon, we are being told a faith principle here that they are framed or they are created by the word of God. So you have your own aeon, your own world. You see? So in that world, you can determine what you want to put into that aeon. What do you want to see in the aeon? Do you want to see peace? Do you want to see prosperity? Do you want to see success? Do you want to see a husband? Do you want to see a wife? It's based on what you put into the aeon. 
We are seeing a principle in Genesis. Which we look in Genesis, we saw that the world, God, was speaking into the aeon. He says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And he said there was, he spoke what? Light. He spoke light into the aeon. So, God used the word. He used his voice. He used the word to bring things out of, uh, out of existence. If we read, Paul says that the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. He says that that same God has shined in our hearts. He says he commanded light to shine out of darkness. So, whatever you want to use, whatever you want to see in your aeon, it is based on what you say. So don't say negative things into your own world. We're a result of the things of what, what we have thought about ourselves and what we have said. So we are seeing here that God uses what? Our words. You see? So God uses your word or your voice to create things. Do you, do you, do you, do you understand? So it means that in your own world, whatever you want to see, you use your words. So you need to tread carefully with your words. Very, very important because we know that death and life, they're in the power of the what? The tongue. So it means that your tongue is very special. In, in, in uh, James 3 verse 2, um, James says that we offend in many, in all things, but a man who does not offend in words says that man is a perfect man. That's how they judge spiritual maturity in the house of God. It's based on what you say. The kind of words that you say. You see? So maturity is not judged based on how, how, how knowledgeable you are of the word of God. It's how you what? You speak. Because the, we, we always know that you always need to speak things that are positive. There is a Christian way of talking. There is a Christian way of doing things. That's why it says a man who does not offend in speech. That man is a perfect. He says he's a mature man. That's, that's the term that James says. He's a mature man. He's so, because he's able to bridle the whole. He's, with his tongue he's able to bridle the whole body. Because we know that the Bible says that the tongue is a fire. He says it's a world of iniquity. We know that if it's saying the tongue is a world of iniquity. The converse of it is true. Do you agree with me? So if it's a world of iniquity, the tongue can also be a what, a what? A world of righteousness. You see? So it means that a tongue is a what? It's another. It's being also similarly like an aeon. So your words are powerful. Amen. So turn to your neighbor and say, your words. God, your words. It's very important. Very important. So, number one, we were saying that your words are very powerful. We also want to, I wanted to go, I'm going to do, try to do points. Uh, number two, I want to say that your, your response to life situations determines your success. Right? I'll repeat it again. I say your response to life situations determines your success. The way we respond, brothers and sisters, is very important in life. Um, I will quickly paraphrase the story. We will find it in Second Kings. It's a story of uh, the Shunammite woman and Elisha. So the, what used to happen is this Shuna, Elisha would pass through the Shunammite woman. So she, uh, Elisha would pass through, and 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 it's the Shunammite woman said to her husband when they were talking. He says that I perceive. He's saying, "Habi, I perceive that this is the holy man of God." He says we should build a chamber 
for this man when he comes by he can rest and then the wife spoke to the husband and they built a house on top they put it like a penthouse so they took a, they took they built a room they put a, a bed they put a table and everything they put it on top of their house so when the man of god came he would come he would be on top of their house how can a woman speak to his husband that we should have a a, a penthouse for 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 a man of god it shows that this family prioritized god you see it's very important how you you begin to prioritize the house of god very very important you see because wh- how you prioritize god how you prioritize the man of god will determine how god will prioritize you should i go there oh, i'm breaking the wrong nerve anyway so we 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 talking about that so they built a penthouse it's on top there and then uh elisha is speaking to speaking to Gehaz and says oh no i i see what this woman has done good to us what should we do says I, I i see that she doesn't have a child and then they what they pray for the child that they pray for the woman to have a child and the woman has a child a son says one as time went on the son what died and then this woman quickly settled on a horse and he ran to 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 elisha so elisha could see the woman from afar can we can you just go to second kings 4 verse 26 so i said my my point number 2 was to say that your response to life situations determines what your success so this this is uh uh elisha uh, speaking to gehazi the servant he says please run uh can i get it into the king james version i prefer thou thou thy you know uh he says run i pray thee to meet her and say unto her is it well with thee is it well with thy husband is it well with the child what was the response how can a woman say it is well but the child is dead the child is dead she is holding a dead child elisha is saying is it well the man of god is asking is it well with with you is it well with thy husband is it well with thy child and she answered i said your response to life situations when things come to you what is your response she said that it is well with thee you see so faith does not deny the existence of fact but it will not allow fact to determine the circumstances or the outcome You see so faith does not what allow it does not say that you know what Abraham I'm 100 years old wife is got a dead womb it does not deny that but it will not deny the dead womb of Sarah's womb or being 100 years of old not to you know fulfill the promise of God you see so anything that pertains to your life you should respond accordingly you respond based on faith this is what Jesus used to do if you look in scripture When Jesus heard about that Lazarus had died, what did Jesus say? He says that this sickness will not lead unto death. That's what he said. So it is our responses to life situations that determines how we are going to it's in that that particular moment when things are are down. That part, so the enemy will be waiting for how you're going to respond. But you just respond by faith. Hallelujah. You respond by faith. This is what Jesus did. Jesus told them that you know what uh, Lazarus is actually sleeping but he was told that Lazarus had died amen so we we realize that in life it is all about uh, how we respond 
on our day to day because challenges will come the day that's why we say we are pressed but we are not what we are pressed from every side persecuted but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed because the, the issue is like we are wearing military like now it means that we are people of war you see so we use faith as a strategy faith is our strategy whatever we do we must respond from a point of faith hallelujah so we are people of faith so what does faith do faith does not deny the existence of fact but it will not allow uh, fact to determine circumstances amen hallelujah so in in is about to close um i just want to 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 share one few things you know when when i was praying today uh, yesterday you know uh god was was saying something to to us uh to faith you you are saying that you know my eyes run to and fro uh he says my eyes run to and fro on the whole earth to, sh to so that i can see who i can find myself strong he says that this 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 arena or this this place that we are here on faith hill it is a platform of glory so the word is is, is it being is it is it being ushered to us as we hear the word god will be looking for people that have faith he says will the son of man come and find faith on earth say the son of man will come will come and find faith at faith hill amen so as we hear the word of god that's what god was just telling me as we hear the word of god god will his eyes will be running to and fro looking for who he may find strong whose hearts are towards him whose hearts are perfect so as the word is being preached you just take the word that word that you have go with it run with it and continue to listen to those you know those messages on on whatsapp continue to listen to those messages on whatsapp you see when you continue to do that faith begins to build in and then god says i'll always come looking for those that were what the word of god so god is attracted by his word nothing else it's like a magnetic force so what when he finds people with the word of god you attract himself to him so that's why he says my eyes so when the eyes of the lord are running to and fro they'll be looking those with the word the word that we hear from here it's like we this place is like a ladder that ladder that jacob was seeing where angels were descending and ascending so you just need to be as long as you are here you know that you are in the right place you know that blessing it's a place of divine exchange when we come to church when the word is being ministered to us god will be depositing you know taking things and things so when we come to church let's take that's what god told us let's those that will take my word seriously promotion will belong to them favor will belong to them amen like we were taught in the house i, I i'm gonna quote it that one of the things that god will provide in this season is favor favor in every way favor in the marketplace favor at work people will receive new cars people will receive promotion as as long as you continue to be plugged in the word you see it is that favor that makes a difference favor is a difference that makes a difference where there is no difference the author is here i'll quote it from him so definitely it's one of those things favor faith you is full of favor if you connect if you connect those are the basic things connect with your heart where is your your treasure is that's where your heart is you can't say your heart is in it where you don't give into the house of god you see so there is a disconnect there 
when you when you partner what we are being taught when you give in the house of god when you pay your tithes and offerings when you read the word and you are faithful this is a ladder angels are descending and ascending as you are the word of god grace will be given to you to conquer in the marketplace hallelujah amen